Welcome back to the Don't Stop Me Now podcast, where being negative can be a good thing and being positive can turn the world against you. Hello, I'm your HIV positive host, Miss Jennifer Levon, and this is episode number 102. 102. How's everybody doing out there? It is currently Monday, February 19th, and it is... I don't know. I don't know what the holiday is. I think it's President's Day. I've had the last two Mondays off in a row. One of them's like a president's birthday and one's just President's Day. I think it's President's Day. It's got to be. So yeah, I'm enjoying my second, third, like three-day weekend in a row. Um, Didn't talk about last weekend. It was a real bummer. Uh, The Niners lost the Super Bowl. And if you watched, yeah, we lost an overtime. Overtime! Since when has there been overtime during the Super Bowl? This is not a common event. This is very rare. Some Niner fans said that it was not handled correctly, that the official officials did not know the rules for overtime during a Super Bowl. Apparently it could be different than during a regular NFL season game. I do not know what the rules are. I do not know if anything was done incorrectly, but I do know that we lost. And it was not fun. And their final touchdown was kind of a, I don't know. I know it was exciting for them, but it just seemed like so boring, honestly. It was just a little toss and he like kind of skipped it right into the end zone. Ah, whatever. Yeah, it sucked as a Niner fan. Although it didn't too, because Purdy has brought this team to the playoffs two years in a row with like... These are his two first years in the NFL. He's He was 22 last year. He's 23 this year. He's the same age as my oldest daughter, and he's like the king of the Niners. You know, I mean, this he's like a kid. I mean, and he's literally brought this team. It's not just all him, obviously, but this team, I would give him a lot of credit. They called him Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. He was like the last pick of the whatever um, NFL pick. I don't know which what year it was. Um, and yeah, they didn't have a lot of faith in him. And he's, again, brought this team to the playoffs twice. But then he had an injury during last season that stopped the Niners dead in their tracks and they weren't able to go on and get into the Super Bowl. This year we made it to the Super Bowl. We made it to the end. We literally looked like we were going to win the whole thing. And then during the third and fourth quarter, ugh, Kansas City came back. And really from a, a, a decent deficit, it, we looked like we had it the whole time. Like it was like the first half was completely all Niners. And then it was just such a shock. Like we lost it at the end and then they tied and they won in overtime. So yeah. All right. And I, I'm not, I mean, I'm bummed, but I like Kansas city too. So they are like my second favorite team. So I was happy for them in a way, kind of not really like I really wanted the Niners to win, but um, you know, we got to see more Taylor. It's almost unreal. Like the Taylor, Travis Kelsey thing. It's like beyond this world, what's going on in their worlds. It's crazy. Like Super Bowl, he won the Super Bowl and like her heiress tour. Like this is like, they're two of the most famous people at the moment. It's crazy. He acted like a fool <laughs> at the end of the game. He started screaming, Viva Las Vegas, like really loud. Like Viva Las Vegas. I think that's what he's saying. I, he just looked stupid. He's screaming at the top of his lungs and they pan a couple times or they, they cut, jump cut to Taylor who's looking like she's got as many TikToks have shown that look like she got the ick. Like, oh geez, like he, he did. He sounded, it, I was embarrassed for her, for him. It was just like, dude, no, this is a lot, you know. Anyway, and then he went on to like, doing he was very it looked like he was pretty inebriated inebriated during their um parade 
<laughs> and he was doing similar yelling, singing songs on the mic. And it was just not a good look. Travis, I'm sorry, but I do not have a crush on you anymore. I'm done. I like Taylor, still like Taylor. I'm not like following Taylor to see everything she says, but I am finding some old interviews of her on TikTok. And I do, I do like how she handles herself. Um, and I do realize in my last video, my hair looked like it was cut from here. And then there was like, it really did look like completely like it wasn't cut well, but I think it's, no, it looks so dried out. I don't like the way it's looking right now. So just pardon my hair. I don't know. Maybe straightening it is just too much for it. It does not like it. I put some special stuff in it that's supposed to be good for the heat and it looks worse. So whatever. Um, but anyways, yeah, I found some interviews of her. I like her interview style. I like how confident she is. I still love her songs. I listened to All Too Well, the 10 minute version. I have now basically memorized. I think there's a couple lines that I flub a little bit, but I've basically memorized her 10 minute song and I sing it with such heart when I'm on the treadmill I'm like you know like if anyone sees me singing I mean I am singing I'm not out loud but I am mouthing you know word for word the song while I run on the treadmill I do my 25 minutes and usually I play uh this love and then all too well the 10 minute version and then I'll just go back and do it again <laughs> play those two songs again because I love both of those songs so much um yeah, it, all too well. Oh, it's all based on her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, it talks about a scarf in the beginning that she left at his sister's house. And yeah, apparently he he's an older he was an older guy at the time. She wrote this in like 2013 or something. I didn't even realize the song was that old. It's already 10 years old. I'm singing it like it just happened last weekend. But it's like it happened a long time ago. She wrote this a long time ago. Oh, by the way, I'm representing Aptos Basketball for my son. They are going into the CIF finals. Um, I had to like look up CIF. That is California Interscholastic Federation League, I guess. So they are ranked. I just completely cut off that whole story about Taylor. All too well. Amazing. Love her Eras Tour uh, videos of it that I'm finding in her red sequence um like robe and her like mic stand and guitar i mean it's like it's glamorous and and she looks amazing she just looks like she's on top of the world she's got this she's got the world uh what's that well <laughs> she's got the whole world in her but i mean she's got the world by the balls that's it yeah that's it she does and um i just love her singing that song she looks like a freaking badass. I could watch it a million times. I get emotional when I watch it. Oops, I just touched the mic. I get emotional when I watch it because I know the words and then I see that this song was from a long time ago and how much I've missed out on. Like I, here I am like singing this like it's brand new. It ain't. It's old and um, but it's all feels new to me and I'm sure a lot of other new Swifties it feels new to us and it's really um, it's the best music, man. It's girl music. If I find out that there's a dude that I like that's singing to this stuff, I'm done. Because this is just for girls. I'm sorry. Or you can be a gay guy. That's fine. But straight guys are not allowed to know these songs and sing them by heart. I would be like completely embarrassed for them. So n none of that. Um, I still haven't had my period. That's all I'm saying about that. I think it's official. I am an old lady. I'm an old maiden. And it's uh, been December 6th, January, February. We're going over three months. It's happened. It's happened. I'm going to shrivel up and die, apparently. No, I'm actually not. And things with boys are really actually sort of not bad. And I will get into that later. Um, so, yeah. 
Taylor talked about that. Owen, my son got his license a week ago, so he's actually officially driving legally now. He did great on his driver's training test. I knew he would. Um, driver's test, driver's test, not driver's training test, driver's test. Um, he asked me, <laughs> what if I listened to your podcast <laughs> the other day? You know, when I started this, it was in 2020. That was four years ago. He was 12. He wasn't aware of podcasts. Like, you know, I've talked about a lot of stuff on here. Talked about my stripping. I talked about, I don't know. I just never thought a lot of relationships, a lot of boys, I should say, not really relationships, but I talked about a lot of boys. These are things I do not want him to know about. So Owen, if you're listening, turn this off. Do not listen. I don't want you listening. You're not allowed to. Owen is banned from my podcast, but he might be. Um, yeah. So anyways, what am I going to do? I mean, I don't care what my daughters know, but I just don't want my son to know what I'm up to. <laughs> it's just weird. Um, okay. Um, oh yeah. CIF basketball, Aptos basketball boys. Um, Owen is a junior this year. He'll be on varsity next. I mean, he's on varsity now, but he'll be a senior next year. We'll probably get to play a lot more next year. I know my, the coach plays, um, very heavy on the seniors, uh, when they're seniors. So Owen will get his opportunity to play more next year. He did play, but not, not as much as of course I would hope that he could. Um, Aptos placed second seed. I don't know a lot about this. I just know that in their division, they are, they were ranked second seed, which it looks like I'm, looks like I'm, uh, hunched over. I'm not trying to be, I'm just trying to talk into the mic. Um, it means that uh, they have like other teams that have to play each other before they get up to the bracket where Owen's team is, and his team is like there's going to be two teams there, and then they're gonna they're gonna go down to one team, and then the all the teams from this side will will play. You know, there's gonna be two teams, and then they'll come down to one team, and then whoever like wins this wins the whole thing, I think, or they keep going on. I'm not sure, but his team did so well that they don't have to play all those preliminary games. They're already, they're just waiting to see who the winners are. I am so, my hair is driving me crazy. It looks like it's made of straw. I'm just not enjoying the way the ends look right now. It does, it doesn't look shiny or anything. And I, it's like, I don't know, maybe I should go back to curling it, but I thought the curling it made me, some people, a lot of people said the straight hair made me look younger. I don't know. Okay, let's see. What if I do this? No, this is not going to work because Oh my God, look at the roots are so dark. They're so dark. And I like to have my hair on this side. It's fine if I'm looking straight at the camera. Sorry, this is a lot of hair talk. If you're on Wi-Fi, if you're on just listening on a podcast. I mean, that's better. I could do that. Okay, that's better because I like my hair better this way. But if I turn that way, then you see too much of my face and you see my age, <laughs> my age spots. I don't like those. Okay, so we're going to sit this way by my This Is What HIV Looks Like shirt. Because I do have some stuff that I'm going to read. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of messages on my... I just figured I'd read some comments today. Um, okay, let's just go into some boy stuff first. So um, the... Um, what do I call him? The coach. Um, so... I saw him at one of Owen's games in the parking lot. He pulled up and he was like just a couple cars over and then um, but facing my direction, like our cars were facing you know, each other, but we were just down a couple 
cars. So I jump out of my car and remember the last thing he'd written to me was like, how are you? And I said, good. We had like a little chit chat and that was it. And I have not seen him. So I jump up out of my car and I go in front of his car and go, ta-da, like, hi. And, um, he kind of waves me over and says, I need to tell you something, but I can't get out. I need to tell you in the car. I'm going to sit like this so I can hold the mic and not bend over and look like I have a hunchback. So I, um, go over and I'm like, my God, what is he going to tell me? And he um, starts to tell me that his dog, he had to put his dog down. This is the dog that I've seen every time I've been over there. I've actually babysat his dog while he was out of town one time. Um, His dog's name is Moses. And he came with him from Missouri. I think he's not from Kansas City, but he's from Missouri. So he's a Chiefs fan. Um, And he, um, yeah, he had to put his dog down. And I just said, oh my God. So I gave him a hug, you know, standing in his door and hugging him. And he was obviously teary eyed. It was really sad. Um, and then, you know, we talked for about five minutes and then, um, it was weird cause Ryan was sitting in the car watching all this. She didn't know what we were talking about or why I was hugging him. And then Owen pulls up cause Owen came separately. I'm still fiddling with my hair and Owen parked literally almost right in front of Nathan. Like there was, oh, I said his name, uh, almost right in front of him. Um, there was so much parking and it was just ironic that Owen happened to park there. He was he didn't see my car. It was like, there's so many white Subarus. I don't know. It was just ironic. And I'm like waving to Owen like, hi. <laughs> so anyway, um, I did uh, check in with him the next day and asked how he was doing. And then of course, when the Chiefs won, I said, congratulations. So there's that. Um, I don't know what the last thing was that I said with my favorite I think, I don't even remember. I I should have checked the last podcast. I know that I had told him goodbye and told him that I needed him to just go do his thing. I think I'd talked to you guys about, let's see, I did. I know that I had talked about going there and just hanging out with him and watching and cuddling and watching TV and stuff. And that was fun. Um, and yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so attracted to him that I, you know, but yeah, nothing happened. He was, he's like wanted to keep himself like in a place where he was being true to her if they decided to be back together. So basically they have been speaking, things weren't working out and I I was somewhere in the middle and I told him, that I couldn't just be friends with him or hang with him as a friend because it's too hard for me. Like you either, uh, you have to figure this stuff out with her. And then if you want, you know, hit me up someday if you're, if, if it's over or whatever. And, and so I really, like I said goodbye to him. I cried. I really did it. I said, I, I wish you well. And I, like when I said goodbye, it was over the phone. I, I feel like he really understood that I was going to walk away because I can't, I can't just be his friend. And he had started kind of communicating with her again. And it looked like it was going to be, they were going to be back together. So anyways, two days later, he sends me a text says, we can, we can, you know what that means? We can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can do that now. And I'm like, you sure about that? That's what I wrote. (laughs) Cause you know, the TikTok and he goes pretty darn laugh out loud, pretty darn. So Anyways, uh, he, because th- things weren't going in that direction with her, or whatever it sounds like. I don't want to get into all of that, but whatever. So the next day is Valentine's Day. He calls me. 
I had just left my job. I had like an hour break in between jobs and he sounded like he had been, you know, and so anyway, crying. And I said, are you okay? I said, oh my God, how are you? What's going on? So he was looking for me. So he, I said, well, come over. Are you okay? So next thing I know, he came over and I, um, yeah, things happened. And it was, um, the first time since that first night that I saw him. So there was like a six week period in between where nothing happened, even though I had seen him and it was quite electric. I will say there's a lot of chemistry or if it's just, I don't know if it's just him, but there's just, he's, yeah, there's something about the way he is. And then it felt kind of quiet and I didn't want to reach out to him because I didn't know if he was going to, you know, end up feeling bad about everything. And I told him, I hope you don't feel guilty. Cause like, I don't, maybe this was too soon. I don't know. And so he, he called me the other night and we had a, another talk for like a half an hour and it was good. He reached out to me. He's like, I'm not sure where things left off. If you were supposed to contact me or I was supposed to contact you or whatever. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we had a good talk and I, we, there was a hint about hanging out last night. So I reached out to him in the morning and said something about that, about possibly hanging out. Let me know what's up. Anyways, it didn't work out. He had other stuff going on. So that's fine because I had a friend over who has been a good friend of mine. Also somebody that I've been with. Um, I call him the fireman because the fireman, because, um, I always feel like I say that wrong. The firefighter. Um, because I've known him for like 10 years and we had, like he was one of the guys I had to reach out to when I was diagnosed. He obviously didn't have it because women don't give this to men. Um, and then when I was, when things were over with me and the ex, um, Eric, I somehow he and I, well, we, we found, he found me on, um, Bumble and, or, or hinge hinge. And he's like, Oh my God, how are you? And so then, then we, we, we rekindled our, whatever we had done back in 2013 hung out like three separate times. And then I don't know, there was like a long time where we didn't see each other. And so we are now we've hung out like probably four or five times as friends. We've gone to some shows together. Like I kiss him hello and goodbye, but nothing more than that. So last night I, I'm just kind of like over it. I want to know what's going on because I still like, we make sense because he's my age and he lives near here. We're both single parents. Um, I've known him for a long time. He, he's like, you know, there's just a lot of stuff. Like we, we make sense just because of a lot of things. I don't know. Um, yeah, he doesn't live far away and we get along and, um, he doesn't care about my status, obviously. And this status, this, these stupid, stupid, stupid letters right here. Um, yeah, he doesn't care. So anyway, I kind of just asked him what the deal was and are you not, are we just friends? <laughs> because every time we hang out, I'm kind of wondering why nothing more is happening. So I, um, we did do a little nice little kissing last night and we, uh, are going to hang out Wednesday night and he wants me to spend the night 
like sleepover. And I said, well, I don't have to stay overnight. And he goes, why not? Like, just like, yeah. Like he goes, I'll know if, if, you, if I snore in the middle of the night, then I'll know that's why you left. And I'm like, oh, wow. So we were planning like to watch uh, TV together and snuggle and I can't wait. I told him we don't even have to do anything. I just, I just want to like lay in bed with you, <laughs> like, you know, and hopefully it'll be raining. Um, so that is my plan in a couple days and I'm pretty excited about it. And it's actually taken my mind off my favorite because that one really, really, uh, consumes me. The, the younger one, the one who's freaking 20 years younger, who honestly, we might still be going snowboarding together. I don't even know. Okay. So that's enough about the boy stuff. Cause I always wonder, God, I would just die if any of them heard this. I mean, it's out there so they could, but Jesus. Okay. Um, I wanted to read this. This is from a while ago. Um, Carl Schmid, who is a reporter for, I think he's ABC. He used to do like the red carpet for like dancing with the stars and stuff. He's HIV positive. Um, I've been to, um, an event with him. I went to AIDS 2018 in Amsterdam. We were like, um, co-partners for like the U equals U stuff. And, and it was Carl's really nice, really nice. He's from Australia. And obviously he is gay. And he just, this was something that I wanted to read from his Instagram. This was a while ago, but I, I um, meant to read it and I forgot. It says today is HIV is not a crime awareness day. 40 years ago, laws were put in place to try and stop the spread of HIV. Unfortunately, most states in the US still abide by these out of date, not scientifically backed laws, which means that if a person living with HIV doesn't disclose their status, they can be charged, convicted, sentenced to prison and forced to list as a sex offender, even without proof of transmission or intent. Healthy, undetectable individu individuals who cannot transmit HIV sexually, individuals like myself, like me, are still being prosecuted because of these dangerous out-of-date laws. Laws that were supposed to protect and stop the spread are actually having the opposite effect by discouraging testing, treatment, and disclosure. They are fueling an already dangerous stigma that surrounds people like myself. It is time to stop. HIV is not a crime. 100%. I agree with everything that's said in that. Um, they, there's some like advice online that if you're going to disclose to somebody that you need to ha actually have them sign something that says that they understood what you told them or, um, record them. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. I'm sorry, but Jesus. So anyways, yeah. Can you imagine, can you imagine going like me being sent to jail for not giving it to somebody just because I didn't say anything? Like, I cannot transmit this. There's, I mean, we've been talking about this since 2016. There are no cases of anybody undetectable. Well, obviously, through all the studies, 125,000 condomless sex acts, and there's no transmissions. Since we've been talking about it through social media since 2016, zero transmissions through people who are undetectable. It's just not a thing. If you can find one case for me, send it to me. But it doesn't exist because we can't transmit it. We can make a whole baby. Women can make a baby and push it out and nurse it and not give it HIV. So if you can understand that, that's big. That's really big. Then you should be able to get how a penis going inside a vagina is not going to give somebody HIV. I mean, or going into a bum hole or whatever. And there's no, there's no exceptions to U equals U. Um, it can be, as I've said before, it can be the bloodiest, full of like different fluids, kind of 
SEX and nothing will happen. It cannot be transmitted. It's impossible sexually. Um, so there's that. Okay. Um, going into comments. So I put out a video about the fact that August, not August, uh, February 15th was my eight year anniversary of being diagnosed with HIV. Although, you know, I got it in 2013 at some point. So it's like this year is actually like the 11th year that I've had it, like technically had it. Uh, I'm drinking a little white wine, but I, I don't know. I think it's bad. I'm not totally sure. I opened it like 10 days ago. Does it go bad that fast? Sky, you want to go out here? Go. That is fine. It just doesn't taste that good. I mean, it is, it is Trader Joe's um, two buck chuck, but it's been refrigerated. It should be fine. Um, so I put out this video, you know, that I take a pill a day, I take this stupid pill. And what I meant by the stupid pill, cause like I, some people misunderstood what I meant by that. Um, I'll get into that in a second. And you know, it's like a nothing. I just take a pill. Like it doesn't affect me. What affects me is what everybody else thinks about it. That's all that affects me and nothing. This whole, what it is, is nothing. It's so simple. Um, if anything, I have better health, like awareness of myself than anything else. Cause I get to go to the doctors, you know, three or four times a year. And, um, I never would have done that otherwise. So I'm totally on top of my health. So there is that. Um, so, oh, but first of all, from the last video, when I talked about Mr. Overfield, um, who had died in prison, I do have a couple comments about that, that I wanted to read. Um, this is from JC. In fact, JC has a, they has a few, JC has a few comments on here. I don't know if, J, I think JC is a woman. Uh, she says, such a travesty and tragedy that Mr. Overf Overfield was denied his necessary treatment. This is the man who died in prison because he was not given his me HIV medication. And as a mom, and as his mom states, she sent his meds to the jail with him. The jail apparently didn't even have to go through their pharmacy to obtain them. Makes it even more maddening. There was a similar medical negligent story from 2023 regarding a gentleman who was heart who was a heart transplant recipient he was denied his meds while incarcerated and he also passed away our healthcare system is broken my degree is in the medical field and i often think with managed care it's a wonder how some of us manage to get even minimal medical care i agree uh she says she loves my hair both ways i think you could be bald and still look far younger than your age oh and i oh and she took the survey um yeah that survey is uh i don't know I don't think it's closed or anything, but it's in my, it's in episode 101. The link is there. I guess I could put it in this, this podcast too. Um, Julian says there is a company, Julian T 3060 says there is a company called ad immune out of Rockville, Maryland. That is in the beginning stages of the second clinical trial, which hopefully will lead to a cure for HIV and AIDS. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it. Um, Julian says, my understanding is that it involves modified CD4 cells, AGT103T receptors, probably cautious optimism, I suppose. I appreciate your content. I hope to be in New Orleans this September for the conference. There's, I think that's the, uh, yeah, I looked it up. It's the um, USCHA, so United States Conference on AIDS, H, uh, HIV and AIDS. Um, would love to meet others like me. Julian says you equals you cheers and thanks PS about the basketball guy who blew you off. Totally his loss. You're beautiful. Well, it's, it is his loss, but it's okay. We're friends. We are friends. Like I know that for sure now. Um, this is from never too late to convo. What you may not be aware of is that there are sometimes unsanitary conditions in jail, mold, fungi, 
bacteria can tr- trigger encephalitis if the immune system is down. I know someone who had the same type of encephalitis and she is HIV negative, but thankfully she was rushed to the hospital. It's also possible his HIV might have been a mutated strain and he needed to be on an ARV daily to keep it undetectable. There are many variables. Um, okay, so then I did this, oh, oh on this video, this woman, <laughs> Catherine, we're going to put her picture on, on my YouTube channel. Catherine um, Lee S, L-E-E-S, L-E-E, and then middle initial must be S, um, said that because in my video I state that, you know, I have HIV, can't transmit it. Um, what I mean, I'm very like laid back in my delivery, you know, because I'm this is just old news to me. It's the same old stuff. So yeah, I take a pill a day. It doesn't do anything to me. I can't transmit it, blah, blah, blah. So her take from my video instead of saying wow that's amazing the treatments come so far that's amazing that you're putting your face out there and and you know and with all the stigma that's out there and all of that um what she decides to do instead is to say i'm reporting you that's what she said that's one line she says um i'm i'm going to report you um for misinformation and so um Another post that she wrote, she did two separate ones. This other one says, who TF, who the fuck told you that you can't spread it? Three question marks. This video is so irresponsible, basically downplaying the severity and comparing HIV to COVID. Please, no one listen to her and protect yourself. People with deadly diseases really do not care if you get sick like them. Mm, Okay, another, add that to the stigma. Nice. Uh, This woman shows that all in caps. That's, that's me, apparently. Oh, shoot, my hair's been touching that mic. Hopefully it's not messing things up. Um, she says, again, I'm reporting you for misinformation. By the way, honey, misinformation is one word. She keeps making miss its own word. It's not. So a lot of people um, supported me and said, um, what what has she done wrong? Like uh, she says, someone says it's not misinformation. This is her personal journey. Um, this is Nikki Nikki Nothing says, it's her personal journey and experience with the virus diagnosis and treatment. She was stating how she personally felt feels about it. Um, then I think it's Shaban, Shabana? Mini3776 says, what's the information though? What's the misinformation though? Um, and then I put for what? And then I put the link to preventionaccess.org and, because the first question under the FAQ is, you know, people with HIV who are undetectable they cannot transmit HIV. It's an easy answer. It's no, we cannot. Um, Bree 1606 says, I'm glad to see that you're healthy. However, the stupid pill you take every day, quote unquote, stupid pill you take every day. This is a whole nother topic. We're going to get back to this one. Hold on. Um, I think that was all that was, no, a lot of, a lot of other things were said to this lady, but basically mostly were that she doesn't know what she's talking about. It's not misinformation. Cat Meow says there are medications people take and are undetectable. There are also medications you can take that prevent HIV transmission. Um, Rock and Jesse says, Catherine, my heart hurts to see how mean and intolerant you are to a manageable disease. Watch out for karma. It's real. Um, let's see. All the rest of these are to Brie and we will get to the Brie stuff in a second. So I, I just... Sometimes I think about my journey and what I decided to do in sharing this publicly. And yeah, it's been eight years, but like it, 
I didn't do all of the stuff that I've done in the last years, last eight years to have some biatch chime in on my YouTube channel, my established YouTube channel um, on a video that she knows nothing about and try to, I don't know, have my video taken down or have me, I don't know, um, something happened to my channel. Nothing has happened, but it burned me up. I was piossed. So um, I wrote a little something to her and then I made my own little reel about it because I just felt like going off. I, it, it felt really good. I felt like swearing. <laughs> and I felt like being a real bitch. So this is what I wrote back to her. I said, by the way, you're an actual cunt in big letters. How the fuck dare you report me when you have no idea what you're talking about? You have no idea what it was being, what it was like being diagnosed with HIV. My world was ripped from me with those three letters. I chose to go online and deal with gobs of stigma to help educate the fucking public because our schools definitely don't do shit about that today. I certainly didn't put my reputation on the line to have a fucking bitch like you chime in and decide to quote unquote report me. Literally fuck off and die. <laughs> okay, so there's that. I felt it felt really good. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. it did feel really good. She didn't respond to it, and I'm I I think she deleted her and no I I have found that comment. I don't know why I can't find my comment. I found it originally. I really need to do a better search of it, but it's there. It's there somewhere, but nobody's commented on that comment, so maybe it's not. Maybe YouTube took it down because they thought it was too crass. I'm not sure. But whatever. And then someone told me later, like, what if she's a bot? I'm like, well, I don't think so. She's a Karen. That's what she is. She's a bitch. So um, anyway, so there's that. And then Bree. So Bree, um, who has followed me for a while, I didn't realize that when I first, Bree, I will say, if you're listening to this, I didn't realize that when I responded to you. So Bree said, um, I'm glad to see that you're healthy. However, the quote unquote stupid pill you take every day is saving your life. God forbid you ever become drug resistant. So that, that irked me. And I will explain why. Um, I, I said, Brie, the only possibility for drug resistance is if I decided to stop taking my pill and did this many times over the course of some time. That doesn't happen when you're taking your HIV medication as pre prescribed. So, we don't need an unnecessary God forbid here. Um, you do realize that I'm the one with HIV, not you. And I, I, it's like, I get these comments of people who kind of like, they think they're telling me something that I don't know. And it's something that is tinkering with my morbidity. And I don't, I don't like that. It makes me feel angry because I'm, I'm totally fine. My health is 100% fine. Yet someone wants to find a way to tell me in a way that, um, you know, if you don't do this, you could die. I mean, and that's, that's how it feels. And it's, it's not nice. And I hope like she understood why I said it the way I did. But her response to that is what I realize is that every time someone has a comment you don't like, you become defensive. <sighs> so I said, Brie, you try dealing with a bunch of idiots online, like non-stop barrage of dumb comments and constantly, I mean, I really constantly, and I don't typically respond to all of the dumb shit that I see, um, defending yourself and see how you handle it. I mean, it's a lot. And we're talking about my health and my life and my morbidity. That's what is in question here is the way that that I'm going back to her original comment. 
um, of saying that, you know, God forbid you become resistant, you could, you know, you wouldn't make it. So um, I'm not out, I said, I'm not out here trying to please people who can't understand my position or don't like how I respond. You don't have to follow. So um, some people defended me in these comments. Someone said, Brie, that's like saying someone who is thankful for having a heart transplant shouldn't be happy their new heart is working because God forbid it quits. What a weird comment to throw out there when drug resistant is drug resistance isn't common unless you aren't following a regimen, um, the regimen over very long periods of time. Most people with HIV want to stay undetectable and there are also endless options if you become resistant to one kind. This is the response I wish I could have given, but I was just, I was too worked up. Uh, she said, it's more like, God forbid, a woman like you comes along being a negative Nancy for no reason. So that was from, who was that one from? J, or K Justin 07. And it looks like that's a, a woman. So I appreciate that. That's actually what I would have loved to have said, but I didn't because I was responding when I was still frustrated. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, Kit Kat underscore bar says, having to take medication for a long time is extremely annoying, especially for disease that is so stigmatized and often causes a lot of misinformation. So to you who doesn't fucking have HIV, this is her responding to Brie, it might seem like some magical life-saving morsel, but to some one, but to some one tired and sick and over dealing with people freaking out over something they have, it might be just a stupid little pill. Not everyone has to have some profound appreciation for living. Most people don't, and that's fine. Being alive kind of sucks, and I'm sure she's happy she is still alive, but maybe she wishes while she was alive, she never got HIV, and that that's perfectly reasonable. There's nothing wrong with calling medication stupid little pills because it can be an extremely tedious process to take them every day and not be allowed to even miss one. Um, I will say, and then someone else said, Brie, I think she was just saying in most, it's more of a nuisance to take a daily pill than a death sentence like it used to be. Also, she is allowed to find it stupid and annoying because she is the one that has to take it daily. She's allowed to have feelings and express them. And I really appreciate what people said. And there's one more. Um, this is from, oh, this is from me. <laughs> this is me responding to the stupid pill part. I said, I just meant that to treat this condition, it just takes one stupid pill. Uh, it's nothing profound like a blood transfusion. That's all I meant. It's just a, it's a dumb little pill. That's all it is. That's all. It's not tedious or irritating or anything like that. I was trying to just minimize the severity of it because it is that insignificant in my life. It's as easy. Uh, oh, it's very easy to take a pill every day. It is. It's like, it's not hard. Um, it's like brushing my teeth. Really, that's the extent of it. So there's no difference. But thank you for the love. So I just wanted people to understand that it's not tedious. It doesn't like mess me up psychologically, nothing. It's just like, I don't even think about it. Um, uh, and then Brie came back and said, and I that's why I wanted to make sure that you all heard this because I thought this was very nice of her. She, this was directed at me. She said, now, why would I unfollow you? And here, I mean, people have been not very nice. And I even told her just to unfollow me. She says, I like many of your videos and information, which is why I was surprised that you said stupid pill, like it's no big deal that you have to take these life-saving drugs. I'm sure that that's not how you meant it. And you're right. I don't know what it's like to have HIV, nor do I know what it's like to be criticized on a daily basis. She says, my apologies. If I offended you, I admit I was wrong. 
I'll continue to follow and watch your videos with intense enthusiasm. Bree, thank you so much for that response. That was big of you and so nice. And I don't even know if you're, I'm assuming you're a woman. I know nothing about you. I don't know where you live. I don't know what you look like. I don't know how you were raised, nothing. But I do know that you're a reasonable person. And that was really nice of you to say that you could have just deleted your comment and pretended that it never had happened, but you didn't. And um, I, I think that deserves um, some kind of like recognition. So that's why I wanted to make sure that I talked about her post. And, um, and it was just really nice of her to say sorry, because nobody does that. Most people don't. Most people get defensive. And then it's a back and forth. Um, so that's it. That's all I have today. Um, I'm going to close up shop now and get this thing ready so it can be out for Tuesday. But um, thanks for listening to me. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to talk about. Um, uh, what else? What else? What else? Nope. Nothing. I think that's it. So that's my podcast. Don't stop me now. U equals U. I never point these out. My little Freddy. That's my bullet in there from when I got shot. Seashells. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, guys, have a great week. And, um, hopefully I'll be back in a, a couple weeks. We'll see what's going We'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. And then I'll, um, I'll do a podcast. Okay, guys, have a good one. Love you all. Bye-bye for now. If you'd like to be notified for any of my upcoming podcasts, be sure to subscribe. If you'd like to help this girl out, then please rate, review, and share my show. Thanks, guys.